Hello and welcome to FinTech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today in the show, I have Anita Kaimor, COO and co-founder of LiveFlow. LiveFlow is an online platform that pulls data into Google Sheets from various accounting softwares to allow and enable different workflows and processes more efficiently than currently can be done within those native softwares. And with that, here's my interview with Anita. Anita, thanks for taking the time. Hi. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So Anita Kaimor of LiveFlow, tell us about LiveFlow. Yeah, sure. So I'll start with a big picture where we're heading to. So essentially, we're building a fundamental new category of software. I think we sit on the intersection of SaaS, accounting, banking, business analytics, and collaboration. So our goal is just to make a shift towards SaaS with a larger value proposition built around customer needs. So at this point of time, we are writing really big trends. The SMB growth, open banking, raising API connectivity, and bottom-up transparency and collaboration. Just to give you some numbers so that you get a better picture of what we are talking about. So we are operating mainly on the U.S. market, and we know that by 2030, over 20,000 businesses will be started in the U.S. every day. And when we did our research before starting the company, we realized that businesses fail in 82% of cases because of poor cash flow management. So essentially, we decided to build a platform that would just bring clarity to businesses and empower them with real-time data to make better business decisions. So that's uh, that's the big picture. Well, poor cash flow management, we're going to come back to that because it's a very common topic uh, when I talk to business owners. So uh, before we get there, talk to me about the origin of this company. Like, Where, where was the idea? Uh, where did it come from and what led to its creation? Yeah, sure. So personally, I always dreamt about starting my own company and I was really excited to join a unicorn in the UK, which is called Travolute. Maybe you've heard about it. It's also entering uh, North America. So I really believe that I could learn from the best. So I joined uh, the company as a business developer manager at that time, led the first hire on the business development team of the product that didn't exist back, back then. And I think we were like we are we were just starting out. We were 1.7 billion dollar in valuation. Now it's 33 billion dollar bank. So I had the chance to build a team from zero to one and then commercialize the product and define the go-to-market strategy. And uh, I worked with many, many businesses, big and small. And that was the place where I met my future co-founder. He was uh, the head of growth uh, in the Nordics region in Europe. So we brainstormed different ideas together because we were always obsessed about helping small businesses in particular. And we just discovered that, as I mentioned, one of the biggest problems that they were facing is uh, the lack of visibility of cash flow and difficulties with, with understanding finances. So that's how we decided to test this idea of creating a platform that would just pipe all of the financial data into a single source of truth. And with this idea, we applied to Y Combinator, which is an accelerator in the US that happened in uh, winter 21. We were lucky to join the batch and since then been rolling. And we are like one year, three months old, and it's been a fantastic journey so far. Excellent. So let's go back to this. So you're talking about a fundamental issue for the running a small business. And I've done some some public speaking on the concept of to, to business owners on getting started. And the one thing I hammered to them is that cash flow is blood. 
to your to the to the, the body of your business. And frankly, I actually think it's kind of kind of amusing and bizarre that in the accounting world, the balance sheet and income statement are the first things up there, and most accounts don't even prepare a cash flow statement because you know they do what they're supposed to do. They're not necessarily going to do the thing that is. It's amazing how little value they see in it sometimes because frankly, the cash flow statement is the most valuable piece of the entire thing in terms of keeping the business alive, right? Especially if it's broken down on a monthly, if not more periodic basis. So, and for those who aren't business owners, have a hard time getting it just because something's profitable. There might be wild cash flow swings throughout the year. You know, you have certain contracts come up at certain times of year. You have payroll coming out every two weeks, or you have um, you have rent every month, and those don't necessarily match up to when the money comes in. And getting in a squeeze can be the death of you. So yeah, this is a very real and base level problem. So what was the thing you were seeing with small business owners that made you say, okay, we need to fix this, and this is how we do it? Yeah, that's a good question. So probably one of the things that we were seeing is that they would always just put it somewhere on the back shelf. So when we would do like uh, deep research interviews, we would figure out that they would be like literally scared talking about it and they would just focus on some other things rather than talking about cash flow whilst realizing that it was a big problem. So it was like, well, we have someone to do it, but it's difficult and stuff. So that was one thing uh, we figured out. Another thing was to what like which was problematic to them is just to hear that it's an endless myriad of spreadsheets that they needed to juggle and they didn't have any clarity. So typically a business owner would have like multiple spreadsheets and it's just a nightmare to organize them into a single place. So especially if it's Excel, you would have like version 50 or version something else. So that was also another problem that people were struggling with, were struggling with, and we just wanted to help them to automate all of this reporting and make sure that the numbers are clear and they can just rely on them. Uh, the main problem was the absence of connectivity. So all of these numbers were just located in various places. So we actually started with e-commerce and saw that people had like Amazon sales and then something else and something else and something else. And they were not able just to consolidate all in QuickBooks and then in Google Sheets. So that was really difficult to organize all of this dispersed data into a single source of truth. So that's how the idea appeared. And we thought, why not we just build a platform, a standalone platform that would just pipe all of this data into a single source of truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I always cringe when I hear processes are being sold in spreadsheets. I mean, spreadsheets are a wonderful Swiss army knife, but at the end of the day, they do not <laughs> solve for scalable problems necessarily. And they're easily screwed up. And I will say what I find compelling about what you did was you brought the best of both worlds. You brought the connectivity to the world of spreadsheets. So talk to me about the solution you guys dreamed up and why you went that way. Yeah, that's a very good question. So like anyone else, we thought that it would be great to build a a dashboard that would just show all of the numbers and then all of these business owners and their accountants can speak on one platform, come in the numbers and make sense out of them. So we built that dashboard that was quite dynamic, but it was not flexible enough similarly to Google Sheets. So then we had our very first users who actually said, can I just have this small download CSV button? And we're like, why? Well, because I want to go back to Google Sheets. <laughs> and that was um, a little bit painful, but really helped us to realize that people still live in Sheets. And you cannot divorce them from Google Sheets or from Excel. It's impossible because essentially the flexibility of these Sheets just gives you all of the opportunities in the world. So we decided to build a Google Sheets plugin that sits right in Google Sheets and pipes uh, QuickBooks data. 
because this is the most popular platform in North America. So we started with QuickBooks and with, of course, three very straightforward reports. So that was PNL, uh, cash flow, and balance sheet. And surprisingly, we saw the audience of independent bookkeepers, accountants, fractional CFOs exploring the product themselves ahead of businesses. So actually, these are the people who feel the problem the most. And that happens because they have so many businesses, they need to manage every single day rather than business owners doing it once a month within a couple of days. So that was the very first group of people who started to rave about the product because they didn't see anything like that. Essentially, they can connect to multiple companies in one go and just pipe all of this data in the same sheet or several sheets in real time without building any custom dashboards once again. So that was a big achievement of ours. And then, of course, we saw uh, quite a good adoption of the product among finance teams within companies. Again, very heavy users who need to deal with data quite regularly, make sense out of numbers, present it to stakeholders, uh, make sure everything is correct at any point of time. And especially it's helpful when you have multiple entities to consolidate. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I mean, you said you kind of, um, you know, you come up with a dashboard and you realize, well, oh no, it's, you know, they don't want that and you pivoted to it. I mean, frankly, I think what you did was the brilliant solution, right? You you allow people to have a familiar interface through Sheets, something that they're comfortable with. And you solve for the real pain point, which wasn't that I need another tool. I need I don't need another thing to log into that is rigid in its own way that I, can, I have to take it as it is. I need the flexibility of Sheets with the information in all these sources. And you basically for lack of a better term, became the Stripe connecting those two things in the background, which I think, frankly, is was the masterstroke. Like, you guys didn't stick with going forward. I'm like, no, we're just going to build the better spray, uh, the better widget for ourselves. You said, listen, like, here, take it. And I think the brilliance of that is that the number of use cases or preferences or how they want to see these things laid out, you can't begin to meet everybody's needs. But they can meet their own. Right. So giving them that data was, I think, is far more empowering than just giving them a dashboard. So I think it was a smart realization and a good pivot. Thank you. I think yeah. it was really helpful for us. But I, I can I can definitely see how you're like, oh, I, we, but we made this really cool thing that works so well. You just need to learn to use it. I can understand the entire like having to step back almost from an ego situation is to say, you know what? That's not the problem. Problem yeah, is something it, else. It was like for like half a year we were building it. Yeah, being, being sure because, well, we still talk to users, but also they kind of, they didn't have the answer, of course. And they would say like, yeah, build this and build that. And then let's customize this dashboard. And then when we listened to many of them, it's, it was very difficult to customize it because you can have as, as many options as people on earth and um, you cannot build something that fits everyone in terms of like dashboards that would just will execute the job that they want like these people want you to do so that was very challenging for us but eventually i think we made the right choice okay so you started with quickbooks and then where did you go from there in terms of the integrations in terms of getting people the data they needed yeah so that's a very good question because obviously we have so many feature requests and we decided to focus on quickbooks first but because as as we discussed it's the biggest accounting platform in north america and we want to really nail it so so that people feel really happy and confident and whichever report they want it will be just sitting there waiting for them and yeah uh, we can't 
stop seeing how many requests we receive every single day to build this or that thing in addition to what, what is out there. The next big thing that is requested is obviously Zero, a competing platform of QuickBooks, uh, obviously very popular here in Europe in and the United Kingdom. So that's something that we will build next. And the third biggest thing that is very much requested is, of course, uh, banking. So banks are not really well synchronized with accounting platforms. And uh, many times accountants, uh, CFOs, and business owners need to collaborate on banking data. And it's very tiresome just to go and switch between all of these uh, banks and log in and log out, you know the drill. So we want to securely uh, transfer this data into Google Sheets as well, so that it indeed serves as a, as a source of truth. And later on, we will, of course, talk about better collaboration in the Sheets and uh, better dashboard and options. So makes perfect sense. Get it all in one place. Um, where, you know, where do you see your integration play going from here? Do you feel you're at the spot you need to be, or are there other sources do you want to start dragging into, uh, starting to facilitate the connections of? What I mean, like which... Which in particular? You tell me. What like what what are, what are your users demanding? Is there anything else, or do you feel you have it covered? Well, something that is quite intriguing and exotic <laughs> so far. Uh, people ask us to integrate the chart platforms. It's not something very close yet because we do want to be a financial platform first of all. But that's something that we can consider going forward. So like Bamboo HR and uh, Augusta and something else. Yeah, all of these platforms were requested recently. Interesting. So, I mean, the simplicity of it is pretty straightforward. You know, talk to me about the complexity of trying to meet these clients' needs. Like, what did you, what were you initially thinking when you started building these integrations that that basically ended up, that people started like requesting that was a surprise to you, or was it just really that simple? It's just give me these two systems talking to a spreadsheet. Yeah, one of the things that is quite complex to pass via uh, API is um, budgeting in QuickBooks, for example, and we truly believe that people would build all of their budgets in Google Sheets. So they would just pull actuals with Lifeline into the sheets and then go forward with the budgets based on those actuals from QBO. But turns out people still use budgeting in QuickBooks and like set it up with their mouse, which is not as convenient as Google Sheets with the keyboard. And they want it to be there uh, and they cannot really switch to Google Sheets uh, and their budgets overnight. So that's something quite complex to build. It's not your standard report where you have just the values as outputs. It has completely different formatting and stuff. And yeah, we are working on it. It will be there, but people want to pull it, but they cannot do it themselves. That's some that's some of the things that surprised me. So there's a lot of granularity these accounting softwares get into, right? I mean, down to oh, yeah. every last transaction. You know, how deep can someone dive into the transactions on or what's that with the data in these accounting systems on your platform utilizing uh, utilizing sheets? Well, it really depends on the on the API. Sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would love to do way way like deeper, let's say, analysis of things and help people way better. But sometimes we are so much limited and it's just not open and we can't do anything about it. Sometimes people come up with their suggestions, what they want. And I love our users and customers because they literally are very creative people. They come and tell us what they want. They come up with some fantastic solutions, which are use cases applicable for multiple businesses, which is amazing, but we are limited and we cannot pull that sometimes. That's something that is not kind of the best thing here. And I will say also, one of the things I like that you've designed here is that you've you've allowed it to update 
in the background as a background process, as opposed to someone having to hit a button every time or worrying about the data being stale. You have the options of whenever you open the spreadsheet or every hour in the background, it will update, which I mean, depending on how busy your business is, uh, <laughs> that could be a little data or that could be a lot of data, right? So that makes a lot of sense. Also, so when you know, one of the other questions I have for you, so I see a lot of reports listed, but it can be pulled in. So have you refined these? Are these the basic default, like QuickBooks and, and Zero reports that come in, or have you kind of refined them in, in terms of the use of the space and added any kind of special custom reports on top of that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So as mentioned, we started with very basic reports, and then we started to collect feedback. So people would come and say, I want AP, AR, agent, I want something else. I remember how the first request came for the trial balance and others. So people will just come and say, I want this, this and that. And the way it works is that we collect all of the feature requests and basically have points. And the one wins that that uh, has the highest number of those. So that all came from customers. That's purely their initiative to uh, get more reports in. So the good part that we are very open-minded and we always say like, if you have any idea, please submit it. Because apart from you, there might be like 100 other people wanting the same idea and it will help us to prioritize what to release next. So we did talk about primarily about the Google add-on, but I mean, you guys still run the platform independently, right? That dashboard and that tool is still there separately. Well, it's a bit frozen at this point. We mm-hmm. fully focused on the solution for Google Sheets and QuickBooks and it's working really well and we are growing very actively. So we are developing this one in particular, but we don't, of course, forget about our platform. We keep collecting feedback. So now we are, I think, a little bit wiser uh, with all of this uh, people telling us what they really want out of the platform and how dashboarding should work rather than we started from the very end <laughs> and tried to do reverse engineering to uh, arrive to back to Google Sheets. But now we know better what people want in the dashboard. So it's like the very end result of the whole process that happens in Google Sheets. Nothing works better than turning it out to the wild to see what comes back because otherwise spend all your, you can spend your entire life ruminating about what you think people need, but you'll never get it 100% right, that's for sure. So you also mentioned here, now this is one thing I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold you to task on, in a claim for accountants and bookkeepers, close your clients' books 10x faster. That is an interesting claim. Yeah. You know, Basically, what is it that you're enabling these people to do faster specifically? Like, What were the processes that were holding them up that now are just that much faster because of what you've done? Yeah, fantastic, fantastic question. Thank you. So yeah, I think it became very clear where people find the value of the product. First of all, they don't repeat manual processes that they used to repeat on a monthly or like in the bookkeeper's case on a almost daily basis by setting up custom dashboards that are updated in real time. So what I mean, with Lifeflow, you connect to your QuickBooks account or accounts as a, an accountant on Bookkeeper or fractional CFO, you will have multiple companies and you pipe all of these standard reports in different tabs in your Google Sheets. So imagine once you've done it, you have all of these reports and as a finance pro, you would need to customize them before you show it to your uh, stakeholders uh, business owners, etc. So you set up the cell reference to make this dashboard truly yours. And this all will be updated in real time going forward. So that's the whole point of Lifeflow. You don't go again to your QuickBooks to switch accounts and to save the CSV and go back to Google Sheets or to Excel to customize the report if some of the numbers change. It's just there waiting for you. You set up your own schedule. The time periods, let's say, it will be updated till the end of the year. Then you can edit existing reports. 
So you can say like, okay, not the end of the year, but the first half a year, and we'll do it for you. So basically, we just eliminate all of the manual work and help you to automate the job that you should do anyways. So it's just all the heavy lifting is now suddenly automated. And that is, I mean, I can definitely see that. I mean, if you're, especially if these are just exports and having to manually edit everything into the format that everybody wants versus the complete and total freedom within Google Sheets to do that and have the charts populate and have it all flow through. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, I can see how that 10X claim comes about, especially if you can do it for all your clients pretty much almost simultaneously. So uh, that, that works quite well. Good stuff. So before we wrap up, there's three questions I'd like to ask everybody to end on a positive note. The first one is, if you had one wish for something you could change in your company or the industry as a whole, what would it be? Well, I want more connectivity of apps. <laughs> so some of the apps, we all, yes. Yeah, don't allow us to pull all of the data in a split of a second. So it requires some deep digging. Not all of the APIs crystal clear, like Stripe's API or something like that. So it requires a lot of digging and workarounds and all of these things, which make it makes it more complex. And I don't really love it because I think the whole world is moving towards transparency. I think businesses want to see their numbers more often. Uh, accountants want to be better advisors to these businesses and always be available, etc. And apps are exactly on the way of the whole process. So I think these apps should think about bringing businesses to like clarity as soon as possible. That's something that is happening, but not at the pace that I would want. Yeah, not at the pace any of us would like. I mean, it's just, uh, you just plop right into the open banking, open data debate, which, um, yeah, incumbents aren't overly pleased to get rid of any of that. So it's uh, it's a pain. And I feel that pain. And I, you know, I will say that data is one of the top three answers. Top, you know, it's behind people and data are the two biggest concerns that a business I talk to. Cash is a distant third, quite honestly. The second question for you is what's been the biggest challenge again? the company to where it is to date? I think hiring people very fast. I think it's one of the biggest challenges that is not really solved for startups. What has been happening with the um, market, like I, I would name it the marketist of startups in 2021 was insane. Like there was so much capital put into startups that it became very difficult to compete. Even with our three and a half uh, million dollar seed round, uh, it's difficult to hire because literally everyone gets a lot of capital, all great founders just fighting for the same talent. And the most important part is just to be a match on the culture fit, not necessarily 100% on the skill fit, but on the culture fit. And that's something that we take very seriously. So it takes a lot of time to find the right people to make sure that we are perfectly aligned and we want to achieve the same goal and we want to do it as soon as possible. So that's something that's been very hard, but we are doing our best. And yeah, if someone wants to consider our roles, please go to careers page of LifeLab. Yeah, a uh, very common refrain, finding people. And you're right about, you know, you made a point about the amount of money that got poured in 2021. And I just did a presentation for actually for, for a bank in the Nordic regions on this. And, um, you know, they said one of the big trends. I'm like, trend number one, parabolic growth in funding of startups. Oh my God, the VC money that's gone in in the last two years. I think it was like some of these, I think it was like 78% growth uh, in 2021 over 2020. And it's just staggering. So not surprising that you're having 
trouble finding talent. So is everybody. Unfortunately, that talent is also becoming much more expensive. So it's uh, uh, this is where I keep saying like these no code platforms better catch up fast. Otherwise, we're going to run into a real bottleneck in terms of innovation. So and then the last and actually in a lot of ways, you're kind of a no code platform right? when you think about it. Essentially, you're you're bringing data and everybody can quote unquote code in in Excel with a little bit of a uh, little bit of learning some formulas. So it makes a lot of sense. So last question I have for you is basically what excites you the most about what it is you're working on and keeps you getting up every morning to fight the good fight that is entrepreneurship and startups? Yeah, I think um, it's just customer feedback. That's something that drives me insanely every single day. Yesterday, I was talking to a customer who just signed up and she was so excited about me talking to her on Sunday. And I was like, well, it's not kind of work for me at all. It's it's not that I push myself to work on Sunday. I really love to talk to people and listen them, listen to them and hear them out. Like to me, it's really important to get through the conversation, understand their real pain points and do something for them to hear back. Of course, I won't hide it that there were like some points uh, at the very early days when people were not happy coming back to that dashboard conversation where it helped us to shape something that we have today that people love. But yeah, all of these uh, hurdles that we've been through really helped us to, to do something that makes sense. That's probably the main part that really drives me in the morning. Well, good. I mean, you're empowering uh, businesses to get a better hold of their cash flow, which just gives them a better shot at life, quite honestly, which is uh, vitally important. So I thank you very much for that. I thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Jason. been a pleasure. So that was Anita Kymore, co-founder and COO of LifeFlow. And if you're a small business, you need to better get your head around what your cash flows look like or just your accounting reporting. As you know, nothing is quite as flexible as a spreadsheet program for good and bad, <laughs> for all the good and bad that brings you. So yes, affordable and powerful solution if you're looking for that. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever's your podcast. Until next time, take care. This podcast was brought to you by Woodgate Financial, an award-winning financial planning firm catering to high net worth individuals and their families. To learn more, go to woodgate.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or find more episodes at jasonperera.ca.